Hey guys, Paul Ricci here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. This is going to be part two of a three-part series on post-grad academies, and we're really lucky to have Coach Gene Bowles today from the Chattanooga Post-Grad Academy to discuss um, everything that goes into post-grad. Like I've said in in previous um, episodes, I've been a fan of post-grad academies long before they even became a thing, and so um, and those those oftentimes were not. Um, you know, very accessible schools to go to, either 13th grade or, or prep schools, um, and certainly wasn't, um, you know, an inexpensive option in a lot of cases. Uh, but with the, you know, in the last few years, and especially in the last probably, you know, 12 to 18 months, postgrad academies have taken off. And some of it's due to COVID, some of it's due to the advent of the, of the transfer portal. Um, certainly changes in the major league draft have affected that. It, that's not a great thing. It, you know, it's, that's not a huge effect on it, but it, there is kind of this um, cumulative effect now that is happening in, in uh, high school and the high school athlete, you know, recruiting and moving on or being recruited and moving on to the college level. And I am such a huge fan of everything that the Postgrad Academy stand for. And what I wanted to do in these series is to bring you the coaches that I felt would be great places for your son to land if Postgrad Academy is a good fit for, the, um, for your son. So, uh, Coach, welcome to the show. Why don't you start off and, and, and tell us a little bit about yourself, your coaching background, all that good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I just real quick, uh, just, you know, I've been at every level but the NCAA Division II level. So um, I've coached junior college, NAIA Division III, uh, as well as uh, Division One at the Ivy League at Dartmouth. Um, been around the game for a little bit. Um, and uh, there's, a, there's a need now for the post-grad. So um, we, we made a decision, um, me and a couple uh, of our coaches, to bring a postgrad to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, we started a family out this way uh, with the wife, and uh, it just made sense um, with the with the scope of baseball right now, uh, how it is. So, so tell me, you know, tell us about your program. Um, I guess maybe a good place to start uh, would be. You know what's what's kind of a day in the life? What's expected out of um, out of a player in your program? Yep, great question. So we're actually a brand new post grad um, that's coming up this fall. So the way our schedule is going to look, uh, it's a little unique than junior college. Uh, some junior colleges, um, as I'm well aware, uh, they don't have full time strength coaches. Uh, that's one of the things that you know we definitely keyed on. It was you know one of our first hires was a. Um, a strength and conditioning coach. We found the best guy around the area that we could find uh, that came highly recommended, and Coach Cameron Russell. So our guys will our guys will be with him every day in some type of capacity. But instead of having that big full you know team workout, unless it's you know conditioning, if we're doing strength stuff and all that, we're going to split them up. So our pitchers are going to lift with him, you know our, our uh, corner guys, and then obviously our speed guys. We'll be together, so we'll keep those guys together. Um, we have individual work, so uh, you're going to see every day is going to be a little different. To where individual work sometimes at at some schools, depending on coaching staffs, guys are by themselves; they have time. Well, here you'll actually have time to be with coaches. You'll actually be able to work on stuff. We'll have our team practices, but I, I think the biggest aspect for us is that the game schedule we can play in the fall. So we can play as many games as we want. Uh, right now we're looking to have a 30- to 40-game schedule this fall. And the reason we wanted to have a 30- to 40-game schedule 
is that flips the college schedule to where the fall is so important for us on the recruiting aspect to where we want to get the student athlete out there to play games. Um, we want to get their name out there as well. Uh, everything we do is videotaped and put on a platform uh, that we have on a website that anytime on social media we're, we're trying to push a kid, we can link it. Uh, but the but the big question we get, especially for moms, is, you know, what about the academics? Anytime we're on the road, anytime we leave uh, practice, most of our practices and everything will be done uh, by 3 o'clock, where some JUCOs, I mean, you're just starting at 3. So you'll have plenty right. of time to you know, if you if you need to go work a part time job, if you need to, you know, take some part time classes, you know, we push all of our guys uh, who've signed up so far are going to take part time classes at our local junior college here in Chattanooga, uh, at Chat State Community College. Uh, and the reason why you go part time, you don't want that NCAA eligibility clock started. So, especially our 2022 high school grads, you know, you only get so many full time semesters um, to go to school. So we don't want right. guys going just right out of the box, just taking full-time classes. And, you know, especially if a guy, you know, is not the greatest academic guy coming – and you, you could be a great academic guy coming out of the, you know, high school realm, but, you know, college hits sometimes a little different. You don't have mom and dad. You don't have yep. somebody, you know, right on top of you. The post-grad allows you to have that coach checking on you still – Ha, you know, has that coach, you know, trying to help you, you know, get to where you need to be. And like I tell every parent right now who, who we've been talked to, you know, we've for, been forced to have a lot of people come, you know, in, you know, in this great state to visit. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, your recruitment, I get all the time, well, can they stay a second year? Can they, you know, can they go to postgrad for two years? Well, that can't be the mindset. This is a one-year program. The right. the whole reason you're going to post grad is to play a college schedule to develop, and you know now when colleges look at you, you know you came in here at 17, 18 years old. Well, now you're 18, 19, play the full schedule, and you know your season. You know we can show that hey he can play he can play against college he can play against college teams, uh, and that and that goes over you know huge regardless of your stats. I mean, you have a college season that doesn't count eligibility-wise uh, under your belt. Yeah, and I think that's a, just if you could hit on that point about um, the semesters, right? So, so if you are enrolled full time, you generally, I, I believe, it used to be five years to complete four years of play. I think now it's six years, but that could go back. Is that, just correct me on that if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's that's correct. So what's happening right now um, with the rosters expanded? I mean, you're seeing anywhere for around sixty to sixty-six thousand roster spots in college baseball. Um, so with the full-time uh, semesters, you're going to have five years. So you'll have ten full-time semesters. The way this gets tricky is um, a lot of guys who are in school right now they may have started in. 2020, they made a start in 2021. The problem is junior college and the NAIA division has given the 2020 COVID season, just like NCAA has given the 2020 season. But junior college, the NJCA junior college, and NAIA have also given that 2021 season, which doesn't seem like a big deal. But now you have, you know, this is coming a log jam, especially in the junior college realm, 
where if I'm that 17, 18-year-old kid fresh out of high school and I want to go play third base in my local JC, well, now they got a 21 or 22-year-old coming back because he got his 20 season back, he got his 21-year back, and, oh, by the way, those two years didn't count for him, so he can come back and he can play another year. Or, he, oh, right. let's say he got hurt too. Well, now he's coming back for the 23 year. I mean, we see it all the time. Um, and, and that's the biggest thing, you know, kind of the pushback you get because the old thing back in the 90s, early 2000s, and even still today, a lot of high school coaches, the easiest thing for them to do is just say, hey, go to JUCO. Well, I'm a big yep. component. I love junior college. So if there's a parent on here that actually coaches at junior college, you'll never hear me say a bad thing. But the problem is, is that, you know, you're going up against guys who they've been there for a while. And, you know, I'm all about being in a program, developing. I get that. But it doesn't make sense to go to junior college when you have that ability um, to go to a post-grad. Now, this is a whole different thing if a kid's got the ability to go to a four-year school and stay there for four years. So we're we're talking about the kid who is – it is JUCO. That's my only option. I, I'd start looking at the postgrad. Now, postgrad's a little different, too, when it comes to guys trying to go back to school. You know, we got a couple kids who have got out of Tommy John protocol from other schools they pitched at, and they'll use the postgrad year as their rehab time. Because right. when we start playing games, they'll be getting on the mound for the bullpen. And, and the whole transition, instead of them losing that year going back to a school. We also have the kid who is trying to get X amount of credits from the local JC, uh, and he needs to go to the post-grad. And then we have the kid who was told that, yep, yeah, he was he was good on the roster, but they're bringing in X amount of kids because there's a new coach coming in. And maybe that, that guy just didn't want to stay because he wants to open up his recruiting but now at some of these small schools, it's not like he's just going to jump in the transfer portal because that doesn't exist <laughs> at, a, at a small school. So now he wants to get an opportunity to, you know, to restart his recruiting. So you're going to get a lot of kids from, you know, that have different reasons why they're here. Um, but everybody wants to um, wants to restart their recruiting. So you have like-minded individual individuals, which. You know, at the junior college level, and I'm sure, Paul, you, I mean, you get this too, you get some guys that they're not looking to go play four-year ball. Most are, but some guys will, I, I, you know, this is what I did in high school, so I'm just going to keep playing. Um, right. And, that, and, and it hinders the guy who is trying to go to the next level because you just have that negativity on days that a guy doesn't want to do extra stuff. I mean, sometimes that gets in your way. Um, that's why – this model for a kid who, man, I just need, I just need an opportunity. It really helps. Yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's a lot to discuss there in terms of uh, how do I say this gently? College athletics can be a really competitive business and in some, in some ways, you know, it can be a vicious business, right? So, you know, all these things you discussed about kids, you know, taking a year here, you know, trying to, to, um, you know, play here or manage their rehab or manage their eligibility. Um, it's kind of, once you enter into that college world, I mean, everybody wants to do well, you know, and you'll, and you'll see a lot of that, right. You'll see people kind of, 
you know, in, in some ways manipulating um, where they go and how they manage their semesters and how they manage their years of eligibility and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I think Juco ball is, is great, you know, but I would also, I think what, what you're saying too, is that, you know, my buddy coached Juco team. I was around the team a lot this year, man, these, these kids were super competitive, super hungry. They were tough, you know, and, and it's a, it's just, it's a highly competitive environment, you know? And so as long as you're okay going into that and you know what it is and there's an opportunity for development and growth there, um, I think that's great, but understand like everybody wants to move on, you know, from a Juco, nobody's going to plant their flag there uh, or you can't, you know, everybody wants to move on from a post-grad. Um, so I think there's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of that kind of, uh, you know, where I think in, in amateur or below college baseball, we call it daddy ball, you know, a lot of jockeying for positions and stuff like that. But this is like kind of real jockeying. You know what I mean? This is like this. This is kind of the, the jockeying position that, that has a little bit more effect on real life. Uh, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think the biggest thing too is, is you got guys now who um, everybody has a fallback plan. Everybody has a plan B. Well, if this doesn't work, I'm going to do this. Or if this works, you know, I, I have I have guys right now telling me um, that I've coached in the past that they may stay at a JUCO one more year, which is going to yeah. hit them from going to the NCAA because they spent, they only have one year NCAA eligibility, but they still have the two years at NAI. Well, now you've, right. now you've pigeonholed yourself into just NAI. Well, the problem is most of these guys, as you know, in the Northeast have not watched the NAI game. I mean, right, it's right, just right. not simple baseball to be around. So, you know, you're not seeing guys from, like IU Southeast or Southeastern or Georgia Gwinnett or Lewis and Clark. You just can't go to those games easy. Um, and and I don't think we do in college baseball a good enough job of putting this stuff on TV. Besides the Division One baseball game, like you don't get to really watch Division Two, II, Division Three, or even the Junior College World Series is fun to watch this year. Um, you know, and that's, I will say, though, I will say I'm very encouraged by – you know, ESPN plus, and I, I don't even know exactly what they're on now. We have it all kind of through Hulu, but I mean, you know, there, there was never a time where you could, you could log on and watch sacred heart play. Holy cross, oh, you know, I, on any I, given, you know what I mean? On any given day and watch the game, you know, there. So um, I, I'm very encouraged by that, but yeah, I totally, I totally get that. And I think one thing maybe like you're pointing to is that any, if you're playing in college at any level, you know, you're talking about, like you said, the Roth, the number of Roth, you're talking about the top 10% of high school players are there. So I, it doesn't matter where they're playing, you know, in, in college, it's, it's going to be a hyper competitive environment. Yeah. And, and you know, you got to speak that too, especially for parents who are coming out. And, you know, I've had, I've talked to some parents where I've gone over the numbers. I'm like, you know, every year, I mean, baseball is around 475 to about 500,000 give or take, sometimes it swings down, sometimes it swings up about high school players who are playing. Well, right now, you only have around 66,000 um, college roster spots. And it, with, that's with the expanded rosters. That's all divisions across the board. If the expanded rosters go away, we're back down to around 58 to 60,000. You yep. got the transfer people. You got guys trying to take an extra year. And but then I'll have the parent go. Well, why am I going post grad? Why am I spending the money to go post grad? Well, you're going post grad. One or two things. 
some guys are just not mature, ready to play at the college level. And it happens. I mean, I had a I had an early birthday. I had um, I, I had that birthday that I was 17 when I graduated high school. So for that kid, this is an option. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some guys who are developed as that 17 high school senior. You know, I was the perfect example to where if I had the post grad route. It would allow me to do a couple more things. Do I think that's the end all be all? Absolutely not. There are so many routes that guys can take, but the fact that the parents, there's no reason to freak out now. If you're, if you want your child to play in some form of college baseball, there is a home, but you also yeah. have to be able to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid and just relax and go, well, we, we may have to watch our son on, like you said, on ESPN plus now that's at the division one level, or we're going to a school where um, they're they're recording, and that's another thing too. When you're when you're going on campus visits and they don't record games, you know that's something to be said too. Like for us, um, you know everything we do is going to be recorded. We may not be able to live stream with some of the um, just because of the Wi-Fi and all that, but we're going to upload our games afterwards at least, just so one, so we have them, but two. So the parents can watch the games as well, too. And that will be something we contact with our parents because, I mean, when we're playing ball in Illinois or out in Oklahoma or in Kansas, um, you know, the parents want to watch. And, and we totally get that. You know, when you're off to a college, and I struggled with that when, you know, you see some of these guys who are going to school for $30,000, $40,000, and their game is streamed by one camera that right, does right. It. I'd rather just see pitcher catcher batter all day long than having the whole field that I can't everybody looks like an ant. But that's uh but like you said, when me and you were playing, they didn't have none of that. So um we're we've definitely I think, come I think with all the streaming things, they should just, you know, bring in uh like three you know, fourteen, fifteen year old high school students and say, Hey, we wanna put this and make it look awesome on the internet and <laughs> And then they, they will, right? With a combination of phones and iPads and stuff like that, they'll they'll make it look great um, uh, online. Um, but let, let me ask you this question. I think it, it's it's an important question. If if I'm, you know, when you talk about the, the questions that parents ask, um, let's talk about all that stuff. You know, so you know, you, you go to college. You know, there's dorms, there's cafeteria, there's orientation, there's buses, there's all these things, right? There's a structure there. Um, take us through what, what, like, where do kids live? Where do they eat? How do they get back and forth? If, you know, if they're in your, all the questions that maybe, you know, a parent would be parent type questions. Yeah, good question. So we're more that junior college model to where, and, and I'm not talking about big junior college, like a Division One JUCO, more that smaller junior college field to where, you know, you will have an apartment here in Chattanooga. You know, we'll give parents a list of apartments. If they don't fit your needs and you're going, well, maybe I could find something in my price range better. You know, we've had one parent that decided, well, it makes more sense for me to just go buy a place here. I will, after my son leaves the post-grad, he's going to rent it out to future post-grad kids or guys who are going to school at Chattanooga State. Um, that, obviously, that's an option. <laughs> so, or, right. you know, you get, a, you get a rental property or whatever. After the housing, you know, comes the food. The guys are responsible for their food while they're here in Chattanooga. We're on the road a lot, though. We're going to be on the road somewhere between 20 to 30 dates. Um, that's that's with the double headers in place. So 
on the road, we cover the hotel stays, we cover the, the van rentals, the 15 passenger vans, and we cover the the food on the road. So, and that'll be cut into stipends, but um, that's something that some of the postgrads don't do right now. And we take more away trips than others. I, that's one thing I've been criticized about, but I don't want to play home games. I want guys to get used to getting up out of the hotel bed and going to go play baseball because at some of these schools, if you're able to do that uh, as a freshman coming in, it's, it'll play, it'll, it'll play big time for you moving on because a lot of guys aren't used to living out of suitcase. You know, we're going to, we're going to leave here in Chattanooga early in the morning, um, head up to Williamsburg, Kentucky, play university of Cumberland's. Then we're going to head up, play uh, Northwestern Ohio, we have an off day. We'll come down and play a JUCO in Ohio. And then we have another – we have a travel day. We head out to Illinois to play a couple of JUCOs. Um, you know, you have to have the ability to pack up and go. You know, we'll wash clothes on the road, their uniforms. Um, and then we take another trip a couple of weeks later where, you know, we leave Chattanooga. We go play UA Rich Mountain, which is a JUCO in Arkansas. Then we head up to Oklahoma. We have a practice day. Well, we'll practice in front of East Central, who East Central's new coach is Sonny Galway, who was at Oklahoma and Auburn before. Sure. Uh, we leave there. We'll go to uh, Salina, Kansas, and we'll play Kansas Wesleyan. Then we'll head down to uh, Lindsborg, Kansas, 30 minutes away, to the Swedish capital of Kansas to play the <laughs> Bethany Swedes. And we'll make our way out to Missouri. We'll stop in Kansas City uh, to the Negro League Museum, uh, meet with – uh, the president Bob Kendrick, and then we'll keep on uh, heading to Missouri to where we'll uh, um, to St. Louis to where we'll probably stop in at Harris Stowe, um, one of the NAIs, and then we come back. But that's what a trip looks like for us. You know, it's uh, just these big circles of a barnstorming trip um, where guys have to be used to you know getting in a getting in a uh, 15 passenger van. Obviously, we'd love to jump on a charter bus and do that, but you're going to have some JUCOs where, uh, I mean, the 15 Vassar van is going to be a lot nicer than some of the prison vans I've rode in in the past. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, I've been to a school where I love the school to death, and I'll never put this out there where it was, but, I mean, I got my starting catcher holding on to the door to make sure the door don't fly open. Uh, um, yeah, I, yep, I have. <laughs> we got Jagger vans tied up and going, please don't open up while we're on the bridge. So, um, yeah. it's just depends on where you're at. I mean, um, I, I want to make this a good experience for everybody. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have coaches around us that, you know, they love baseball. I mean, um, I, in, in the greater scheme of things, I, I'm a quote unquote younger guy, but I feel with all these, you know, 20 year olds coming to the game, I'm, I'm getting old now, but, you know, we also have a, a coach who's been around the game for a long time, and uh, Coach Carabasas, who is leaving his year college in California, coach. So it's not like you're just getting, you know, a couple guys from Tennessee coaching this thing. You get a guy leaving a school from Maryland. You got a guy leaving a school from California. You got, uh, and then we also have Sean Kelly, who pitched in the big leagues for 11 years, um, and, and he's in Chattanooga now because, just like me, you know, he. Uh, married a girl from Chattanooga, so and he's originally from Kentucky, but it, it brings a nice feel of all of us coming from different backgrounds and um, just 
how we just want to help guys, you know, leave here. I, I told this to a parent last night. I said, if every kid came here and no one left and go, went to a two-year or four-year school from here, well, we're not going to be a business very long at the end of the day. Right. And right. <laughs> I said, because the power of social media is absolutely amazing where all it takes is um, a couple people to start saying something and then you get uh, baseball Twitter threads that uh, don't stop forever. So it, it um, is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing how fast it can, it can just take on a, a life of its own players that were like almost, I've had players that were getting nothing um, out of college and then one or two things, you know, tweet and, or, or and share. And next thing you know, this kid's getting offers, um, you know, from people that kind of, saw him before too you know but i mean players do change as well so but yeah it is pretty amazing well and that's and that's one thing too i want to bring up too um and we're you know you know i say we you know my previous schools we're guilty of it too the way a lot of guys recruit off the internet now because COVID's made us to where a lot of guys don't we don't leave as much as we did in the past so you know the the showcases have been so watered down to where unless coaches are getting paid handsomely, and, and I say handsomely, a volunteer coach, you, you give them, you know, 150 or 200 bucks and a lunch, I mean, you're going to get some volunteer coaches to show up. But right. most most kids and parents don't realize that. And, and they don't realize, you know, this is for the volunteer to, to get paid. Um, yeah, guys get seen, but it, it's it's tough. And with social media now, guy makes a good post, it looks great. Well, now he's got a whole bunch of phone calls. Well, what happens in the post-grad that's different? The springtime is different than what happens for most of these kids. Because in the springtime, we'll play a smaller schedule. And the reason why, let's say you had a couple nibbles in the fall and you had three or four schools. Well, Paul wants to go check out and see, make sure he fits. Well, any other school at a JUCO or high school, you can't just leave your team in the springtime to go take a visit. We built in time to where we can we can put you in the van with a couple of your teammates. We'll go take a look at that school and we'll go work out for that coach. You know, especially the JUCO level because everybody gets one workout. Um, and it's a it's a unique situation where um, I've thought about this for a couple of years now. Was like, why don't it's the football model where the the uh, the high school coach and I don't know if you know this, but especially some of these mid-major schools, a bus will just pull up in their uh, uh, parking lot at the Division One school for football, and guys will just get off the bus. And if coaches are there, they can work them out if it's if it's uh, um, a recruiting period for football. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, um, the, Yeah, and, and I felt bad because the, uh, the wife, one of her friends, coaches uh, – um, at a mid-major, and we were there visiting, and he's like, I have to go see this this bus that just got here. And they had 50 kids from Miami who want to work out, and they had been baking a barnstorming trip. But we don't have that in baseball. So I want to have the ability for, you know, yeah, you've seen a guy on video. Well, now he gets to go to campus. He gets to go talk to the players. He gets to actually see the coach because – We'll we'll be honest to the parents, and, and some coaches put on a dog and pony show. I mean, of course. But, I mean, I, I don't need to, you know, I want guys to be comfortable. You know, if you get a guy by himself, he's going to be honest what the coach is like behind closed doors, what the program's like. You know, was this what he thought it was going to be uh, when he got here? Um, 
easy to say you can deal with anything for a year, but to pee somewhere when you're looking at four-year schools for four years, that's a little different. And now your degree is coming from there too. So, it, it, You know, it's, it's something that I think um, I think players look at what they can tolerate when they're not there. And that's a, you know, I, 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 the best analogy is I often tell like, you know, like people I know that are buying a house, looking at a house for the first time. It's like, if you're walking through that house, you're going, oh, that's not that bad. Well, that's not that bad. I mean, we could kind of do this. If you're saying that before you live there, um, you're, that's not going to be a great house for you, you know? And I think sometimes we, we look at schools and we look at, oh, well, this won't be so bad or that will be. But like when you're there day to day and it's not right, it's, it, it's, a, it's not a great experience. And I think everything suffers. And, and obviously we don't want you know, education um, to be disrupted or to be, you know, subpar or for a kid to not be in a position where he, um, you know, can just get, get everything that he needs out of that year. So it, it, it really is tough in the day to day, you know, the day to day life. It can be, it can be really tough on a kid. Um, well, and that's one ahead. of the things, I mean, and that's one, you know, you talk about being tough. I mean, God forbid if a guy got hurt or whatever, I mean, you know, we, we've kind of been putting a blanket statement over mental health, but I mean, yep. we, we at the baseball game just don't talk about it. It's kind of, it's still, I don't want to say taboo, but guys just don't know how to talk about it. And that's one of the things too, where it's really hard for a guy to go to his head coach and say, look, I, I got something going on at home. It's a little easier to talk to the assistant coach, but you know, it's that fine line too with coaches because yes, we, we want to have that open door, but, we want to – most coaches are there because, you know, they love the game, but it's it's also their job. And, and they can't right. – don't want that friendship level coming to – if I if that makes sense, Paul. They they don't want Absolutely. to skew the lines. And for 18 to a 21-year-old, sometimes um, that line gets skewed sometimes. And, and – you know, I want guys to be able to come to us and all that. Now, the post is a little different because everybody knows, like, we're here to serve you, which a college coach should be. But when I when you have, you know, this is what, you know, take out a win because if they don't win at certain levels, they're gone. I mean, you're you watching the uh, the coaching carousel started last night. I was sorry, a couple days ago, but uh, – it's just going to get crazier in D1 level. And that's a whole trickle-down effect. But, um, you know, college athletes as well as parents, they have to look into that. It it's uh, it goes into play on what you're going to do as well. It, it, 100%, 100%. Um, the last thing I want to ask you is, you know, a lot of a lot of parents would ask, okay, my, you know, my kid comes and plays for you. Um, it's kind of like, Re, you know, rebooting a recruiting process, so to speak, as you put it. Um, you know, what what do you guys have as, as far as plans of, you know, bringing coaches in, getting kids exposure, placing kids, um, all of that kind of stuff? Yep. So I'm going to do a couple different things. Um, obviously, number one, we talked about already, social media. If, if you're not doing that yourself, like you're, you're, you're basically shooting yourself in the foot. So social media, re-educating them on social media too, how they should post stuff. We're going to post a lot of stuff for them. But at the same time, when, when a guy clicks on their Twitter or Instagram profile, it's, you know, they understand what they like. They are now showing they support that brand or that image or that video. So explain them what to do on that end. 
Number two, obviously, we're going to play X amount of schools in the fall and the spring. So they're going to get to play against schools that they probably don't know or they've probably never been to. So those coaches have other contacts as well. And number three, <clears throat> we're going to actually have our own pro day. Uh, we've, we thought oh, about nice. doing it two ways. We thought about doing a virtual pro day as well as a pro day to where we actually have a real pro day for guys who are local in the area that can make it, but we'll videotape it to where we'll put it on our platform as a virtual day as well to where guys, you know, after the event, let's say, well, since we're in Tennessee, we'll, you know, Tennessee or, or um, Lipscomb or any school that out of the 11 Division One schools go, well, I just couldn't make it today. They're able to log in and look at all of our numbers. Um, that's that's a little unique now, That, but what I like about that, it's just numbers. We're going to add video component to it as well. And that yeah. starts a conversation. It's all about conversation. And then lastly is the fact that we have the ability to, you know, for the parents who are listening out there, if a school's interested, put your son in the van and take him to that school. You know, yeah. where most of these guys that are coming here have probably never had a campus visit. You know, it's not like football. You know, it's not like basketball where, you know, we really have the star, like the, the three, four, five-star athletes that are, oh, they're stepping on campus and everybody's making a big, you know, Twitter announcement about it. So you right. now have the ability to, you know, to walk around campus. You know, maybe you, you know, you stay with a guy for a day. You know, I want to do this to where – this experience is different than what guys have had anywhere else. Um, now, obviously, you've got to make the most of it. So anybody who comes in and goes, well, I want this, this, and this, it's give and take. I mean, if a guy's coming in and goes, I got, I got something to prove, I need to do this, and he's willing to work, I will do anything I can to make it happen. And like I, like I tell people, you know, I'm not a – I'm just a baseball guy, <laughs> just right, a baseball yeah. guy. And it, the best part about it is when we see guys who go get degrees and that contact us when they get their four-year degree, that get their first job. You know, I got, you know, I, you've you've been around the game longer than I have, but it's it's cool when guys you know get married and go start a job, and um, that's cool stuff, man. Or have a kid. I mean, I've had some guys that they Absolutely. had kids. Yep. So it's uh, it's cool, but. You know, you don't get those experiences without, you, you know, hearing back from guys without allowing a good experience to happen around you. So the good thing with us, and, you know, there's a lot of great guys in post-grad. The one thing, too, you got to find what the right fit for you. Like, it's it's tough for me to sell a kid who is, you know, he's got a post-grad right in his backyard. If that's a good fit for you, great, go there. You know, we don't want you to, you know, be uncomfortable because, honestly, if he's close to home, he's, that postgrad may play some home games. You know, we're different. Yeah. We're not going to play home games. You know, uh, unless in the springtime we may play, you know, we we may play a couple of the local postgrads. There's, um, there's a couple that are pretty close to us, but that – I, I don't know. I just I, I want to get these guys acclimated to go and play on the college game. And I just – I think, you know – and I want parents to understand that too. It is very easy to play home games um, money-wise. It just is. I mean, but it's really hard between, you know, the 
the cop out would be, well, the gas prices, hotels, all that stuff. Yeah, but this is the vision. This is the goal, and this is the plan that we've established to get your son seen. And I think the best way to do it is to get out. I mean, it's yeah. it's a lot to be said for uh, a guy to be seen, you know, by two eyeballs, you know, in person than it is behind a screen. Because now you see what he's like, what he's like during his warm-ups, how's he treated, um, what's he like towards his coaches, what's he like post-game. I mean, it's just so many factors that um, can happen. But I want to add this too, Paul. The uh, I had one parent go, well, if you're on the road and somebody offers, you know, my son for next semester, can he go? Absolutely. You know, one yeah. of the one of the biggest things is going to be you play a full season with us in the fall, and some of these junior colleges can offer full rides. So. You either lit it up and get to junior college. Well, now they've offered you a full boat for the for the spring. You go there, so you went post grad in the in the uh, fall, JUCO in the spring. Well, after that JUCO, you can go back there for another year to the JUCO, or you can go play three years somewhere else. You know, you have so many different routes to take. But yeah. You know, money-wise with us, like I, I've told a lot of parents, especially the private high schools that are out here, I mean, we're we're well under half of what the local private schools are, which I didn't realize that was a thing to spend that much money on private school. But it, that, Well, yeah, now, that's now, in some of the hardest part. You know, that's some of the hardest part is that, you know, finding those schools is not easy. And then, you know, even if you do, sometimes they're, they're you know, they can be quite expensive. So, um, yeah, totally. Um, so, Coach, let's get all your information, uh, any contact information, website, social media stuff that where people can can kind of you know talk with you, get into conversation about and and you know about what you guys are doing and see if it's a good fit. Yep. So, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's chat c h a t t post p o s t grad g r a d, just at chat post grad. Um, our email address is info at chatpostgrad.com. And then uh, our phone number, is, this is my cell phone. It's 410-245-2219. Feel free to shoot me a text. Call me if you have any questions about this. Um, I give you, I, I would give you the website as well. We're actually under construction, uh, redoing some things on our website right now. But it will be up, and it will be chatpostgrad.com. Um, so we actually are – in the uh, midst of getting a new webmaster right now, so and to change everything on our website. Okay, awesome. Well, coach, I appreciate the time, and and also too, I just want to add in as I've done on the other interviews is that I, I spoke to a lot of people, um, a lot of people running post grad academies, and I did not invite all of them to be uh, on our podcast. And the reason why for those that I did is that if you're going to send your child somewhere, your young adult, your teen somewhere, you want to know that they're going with a, with a good man, a good leader, a good coach, a good baseball person, someone who understands the entirety of your son's life. And definitely, uh, Coach, you're certainly one of those guys, and, and I certainly appreciate you being on. And, um, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right. Okay. Thanks, Coach. See ya. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com 
All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.